You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rutkin from Newstalk ZB. Well, as I said before, it's a story that gripped the world this week. The desperate search and then devastating discovery that the Titan submersible had imploded, killing all five people on board. New Zealand deep sea specialist Rob McCallum is a former consultant for Ocean Gate and has previously raised concerns about the craft. He joins me now. Good morning, Rob. Oh, thank you for having me. Hey, look, you raised concerns about the Titan in the past. What were your concerns? Uh, they were sort of in three main areas. The first was the selection of carbon fibre as a, a main construction material for the hull or the pressure vessel. It's not an acceptable uh, medium for the design of submersibles, so that raised a red flag. The second red flag was the choice of, of parts that were used to build the sub. Um, you know, you, we'll see in the media that there was a lot of use of off-the-shelf products, even a Sony PlayStation handset to uh, control the sub. And, you know, none of those products are suitable for use in high-stress, high-pressure environments. And thirdly, it was about the culture. I mean, the chief pilot, Dave Lockridge, raised a lot of concerns. He raised them very concisely and articulately. And not only was he uh, not listened to, he was dismissed out of hand and then taken to court to muzzle him. And that's just not an acceptable culture when you're dealing with safety. And safety is, you know, the central theme of, of every seafarer's life. So it wasn't just your c- concerns that were not taken seriously? No, I mean, uh, there's about three dozen uh, sort of members of the, the industry, everybody from manufacturers to operators who shared the same concern. And they wrote an open letter to CEO of OceanGate uh, just to say, look, you know, this is, this is uh, going to have a big impact on the exploration business and on, on the deep sea industry uh, if you go ahead. And we were just simply imploring him to please, uh, you know, uphold the highest standards of excellence for engineering and get his craft certified. Rob, you used to consult for Ocean Gate. You know Stockton Rush. What was he like? Uh, Stockton is very charismatic. Um, you know, he's a real charmer. Um, he's certainly an entrepreneur. Um, you know, he likes to think outside the box, likes to to flaunt the rules but his flaw was that uh, whenever he was challenged uh, he couldn't enter into a civil debate it was uh, immediately became a a point of um, of tension and you know that's that's not good if you're manufacturing a a high-tech asset rob would you have got in that sub oh absolutely no way i'd never get into an unclassed vehicle I mean, I, you know, I, I, I applaud uh, people who uh, push the boundaries of technology, both in submersibles and also in aircraft. And that's fine to be experimental if it's just you. But the minute you're taking uh, fair paying clients, then you have a duty of care to do absolutely everything you can to keep them safe. And that starts on the drawing board um, with the design of the vessel. And that requires oversight by an independent third party to make sure that you're not going astray. The United States and Canada are, are investigating this. What outcome would you want from this investigation? 
You know, it's an interesting question. I'm often asked, what changes do you think are required in the industry? Mm. And to be the only submersible that's operating commercially that is not classed or certified, everybody else in the industry has gone to the extra expense and effort uh, to make sure their vehicles are certified by an independent third party. That process costs another 30% to any build. So it's a big investment, but one that people are willing to make. So in some regards, uh, Titan was an outlier. It's the only one that wasn't certified. But to compare it to the rest of the fleet is to compare a home-built go-car with a Formula One race car. I mean, the standards in engineering quality, the standards uh, in, in a um, construction are just vastly, vastly different. So knowing that, you know, how does it feel to have seen what has unfolded with the Titan? Oh, it's you know it makes me sick to my stomach. I mean, yeah. I knew three people in that sub, one of whom I'd sailed with for over twenty years. I mean, you know, being right doesn't uh, doesn't bring any sense of satisfaction. I mean, if anything, it, it's a sense of of frustration. Um, the guy I feel most sorry for is is the original whistleblower, Dave Lockridge, who was the chief pilot. You know, and, and, and he was the guy who faced the music, was taken to court and was effectively professionally destroyed at the time um, by, by Oceangate in an attempt to muzzle him. And that was done in the full view of the people who are supposed to protect whistleblowers. Um, Washington state is a whistleblower state, which means that you can raise a safety concern in the workplace without fear of getting fired. Well, Dave was not only fired, he was persecuted. And the people that watched that happen were OSHA, the people who are supposed to protect whistleblowers. I hope that all comes out tonight. How do we balance entrepreneurial feats, pushing those boundaries for technological advancements, but with, you know, in a safe way? I mean, I, I, obviously risks are necessary in that respect, but there's got to be a, a boundary, doesn't there? Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's about minimizing all the risks that you can and being aware of those that you can't. So if you take, for instance, the uh, the space program, you know, in the early days, people did die. Um, you know, mistakes were made, lessons were learned, and we take another step forward. We can't advance technology without learning, sometimes at a great cost along the way. Um, and so we wouldn't have got to the moon if we hadn't taken risks. You're seeing that now with uh, SpaceX. Yes, they blow up a few rockets. And, and people look at that and they, they see them smiling and clapping when that happens. And they don't understand the reason why they're happy is they've just learned another lesson. They've just taken another step forward. We have to make sure those, those steps forward don't come at such a high cost. I mean, this was a ridiculously high price to learn a lesson we already knew. The future of commercial deep sea exploration, as you mentioned, the Titan was very much an outlier. So, deep, you know, deep sea exploration, um, tourists for tourists does have a viable future still, doesn't it? Yes, I think so. Uh, you know, it's it's not dissimilar to aviation. You know, um, you have experimental aircraft. You know, home built ultralights which whiz around the skies with their builders and owners on board. And you have commercial airliners, which carry hundreds of people across the ocean. The expectations of the passengers in those craft are very different. And I think that back at the uh, commercial submersible industry over the last 70 years, 
we have carried effectively millions, um, millions of people in submarines without any incident. Not just no fatalities, no serious incidents. So Titan was an outliner liar, and Titan serves as a stark reminder what happens uh, when you not only bend the rules, when you not only ignore sound engineering principles, but you attempt to alter the laws of physics. Rob, thanks so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. Not at all. Thanks for calling. So that was New Zealand deep sea specialist Rob McCullum coming to us from a ship near Papua New Guinea. He's out um, on another really interesting expedition at the moment. Hopefully in another week's time we'll be able to tell you about that. Uh, fascinating stuff. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.